Welcome to Thrive Deeper, the show based on the Thrive Bible Reading Guides. This is an ongoing conversation about God's Word with Thrive author, Dr. Matthew Jacoby. Into the last part of we are. our journey through the Book of Kings and Chronicles. I, I tell you, Stu, I was, I was sad last night when I, when I, when I read that just that last section and yeah. because I finished uh, reading this story with Jeremiah of course who, the uh, prophet Jeremiah who mm-hmm. goes uh, you know goes right into when they went to eat when the re- survivors and we're going to tell the story That's in right. a moment yeah. when the survivors of the defeat Babylonian defeat mm-hmm. went into Egypt oh mm-hmm. uh, it was it's a, it's a tragedy yes, isn't it it is it's a real yeah. tragedy yep. and I was so sad you know, to see the prophet Jeremiah, you know, languishing uh, in Egypt. And that's where they started. That's yeah, what, yeah. this is yeah. what, right. you know, they're back where, where they started. Well, they are, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we'll get this. Yeah, let's us, jump in. Where here. are we at? We're at episode 150 of Thrive Deeper. 150, there we go. Mm. Uh, and we, today we're going to be finishing off our journey through Kings Chronicles, looking at 2 Kings chapter 23, starting from verse 31 and working through to the end of 2 Kings. And obviously we'll be jumping around looking yep. at Jeremiah <clears throat> and some other, yep. other places. Yep. Um, Judah's reached the end of the road, really, when we're going to discover that yeah. as we look through this today. There, there are sort of four final kings that have all turned away from the exclusive worship of God that Josiah, you know, subsequent to Josiah, that he'd kind of tried to bring um, restoration to that and and, um, redemption to that. And and then in a series of attacks, obviously Jerusalem's captured, and we'll talk about that, totally destroyed and the people taken into captivity. So, Mm. yeah, let's let's kick in, Matt. Where do we want to begin? So Josiah does this – well, I think we should start with Josiah just to get the complete story. sure. and right at the end of Josiah's life, because things are really heating up yes. uh, in in the ancient Near East, uh, you've got this clash between the three great powers. I mean, interestingly, Judah is this little nation state that's sandwiched between, in between yeah. these big Egypt boys. Yeah, yep. Babylon, Egypt, and Assyria. Mm. And then, of course, there's the Medes and the Persians uh, sort of up in the sort of yes. further east. Yeah. Um, uh, and so... You know, Judah is sort of stuck between you know, this conflict. So what happens is um, uh, Pharaoh Nico is heading north mm. to support the the you know support Assyria in uh, what in what is going to become what is going to climax in the Battle of Carchemish, That's the right. famous Battle of of Carchemish, and. Uh, and he's so so. It's Assyria and Egypt joining forces against Babylon. And that's going to happen. And now, already Assyria is very reduced at this stage and mm. is really on its last legs. Mm. Uh, but as Pharaoh is traveling north, for some reason, and uh, we're not exactly sure why, he Josiah comes out against him because Pharaoh says, hey, I've got no quarrel with you. Can I pass through this that's region? It. Josiah says, no. no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna, <laughs> he's going to pick a fight mm. with a serious mm. force here. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, now, maybe um, this is because, of course, as, as we might remember, that Hezekiah had some alliance with Babylon. Yes. In that, because already back in Hezekiah's time, it's been a number of decades now that this tension between Babylon, uh, a nation state within what was the Assyrian Empire, is tr- wanting to pull away. Yeah. Um, eventually, of course, Babylon is going to take the whole thing, including Egypt. Yep. That's where we're going. Sorry yep. to give away the end of the story, yeah, Stu, yeah. but that's that's history. <laughs> yep. um, 
So, uh, so he, you know, he may, it may be that he was siding with Babylon. Maybe he's, um, you know, kind of uh, betting on the, yeah. you know, uh, betting on Babylon here. Anyway. Um, it didn't work out that way on this didn't work out because, because in this battle, he dies in the battle and, and they the lose. And the Babylonians get pushed That's back. That's right. Exactly. So, his, so, mm. so um, Pharaoh Nico defeats him in this battle. He dies. He keeps going north. Mm. Uh, and, and it's quite a journey, and immediately his son, Je- Josiah's son, Jehoahaz, gets put on the throne. Yep. After three months, and probably um, Pharaoh's now up north in, in Riblah, uh, up north, sort of in the area region of Syria, quite quite north, mm. he summons Jehoahaz um, and basically uh, takes him captive. Yeah. So, because he's annexed that that area, so yes. he summons the new king Jehoaz. For some reason, um, we're not sure why. After just three months, Jehoaz right. goes to Pharaoh and then is sent back and taken prisoner in Egypt. He's gone, we and maybe that they refuse to pay tribute. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. We we, we don't know what we don't know what's going on there. So then, then Jehoi- so he places um, uh, 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 Jehoiakim on the throne uh, is actually his original name is Eliakim, and he changes his name to Jehoiakim. This is a power play. I mean, yeah. I'm changing your name. It's it's, it's my right yeah, now to yeah. name the kings. So, so the naming in the ancient world, the naming right when you name something, yeah. it it's it's an expression of your your authority. authority. We see this, for example, in in Genesis, Genesis. one of the expressions mm-hmm. of God's authority is God named this and He named that and He called the this that mm-hmm. and He and you think what is mm-hmm. like does it really matter? And more importantly, why is it so gave, emphatic about God naming things? He got man to name yes. the animals, and then yeah. He got man to name the animals, and then it mm-hmm. makes a big deal about that. Yeah. and then it says and whatever whatever Adam named the, that was its name. Man. It's like why are you so emphatic? Well, it's because of this yes. context. It's yeah. because in the ancient world, you know, the renaming of someone is an expression of power. So He renames him uh, Jehoiakim. Uh, Jehoiakim is uh, is he's no just Josiah. Uh, he's a he's a really no. uh, hard hearted guy. Really, it's interesting. None of Josiah's sons really no stood up. No, you know? no. It's it, it's interesting. Plenty of there are plenty of people, of course, in uh, in his kingdom mm. who didn't. Of course, we know no. Daniel and Shadrach yes. and Meshach and a bit. They all grew up mm. probably within the royal court. Mm. Um. And for some reason, uh, Josiah's own sons really didn't uh, didn't follow suit uh, with this. Jehoiakim is going to become king. Um, now, what happens is is that in uh, six oh five, um, the Egyptians are going to lose the battle, and yes. the Assyrians are going to lose the battle of Carchemish, mm. and Babylon is going to come down south to take all of this territory because this it's like a land bridge down to Egypt. Yes. Okay. Right. So the Egyptians withdraw. Mm. Uh, they do a lot of damage on the way as they're going south. Now, the Egy- Egyptians are still going to be a force to reckon, reckon with, and now the kings are sandwiched between essentially Babylon. Mm. So Assyria is destroyed. They've got Babylon in the north, Egypt in the south. Who are we going to back? That's yep. a constant issue now. Um, so um, it says here in... 2 Kings 24, during Jehoiakim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded the land. Mm. Now, that's because he's won the Battle of Carchemish. Yes. So he's taking what was then annexed by Egypt. He's taking that off the Egyptians. He's driving, driving the Egyptians south. Mm. They're going to fester down there, and they're going to want to come and engage. And again, uh, Judah's going to be right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, now, he goes uh, for three years. Um, he... 
uh, he is a vassal to Nebuchadnezzar. But there's a bit of – see, Nebuchadnezzar has to withdraw because there's some trouble. He has to go back. Well, the Egyptians uh, are still that's right. pushing back. And, and one of the reasons he's going to go back is because his father – uh, his father dies, and yes. he's going to take the kingdom, actually. And um, uh, so, um, so this is so he's going to take the opportunity now to rebel, mm. and that's a bad move. And probably again, he's think that you know Jehoiakim's thinking, uh, okay, Nebuchadnezzar's weakened, uh, Egypt's closer. Yeah, here's my chance. Yeah, so here's my chance. I'll I'll rebel. Well. Uh, bad, yeah. uh, really bad idea. So, and he died just before the Babylonian onslaught. Yeah. Actually, when they came back, he, yeah, that's right. Look, Nebuchadnezzar's occupied mm. elsewhere, mm. but he's he's going to he's going to come back, yep. right? And interestingly, when he eventually comes back, while he's on his way, good old Jeho- Jehoiakim dies, right? Yes. Leaving his son Jehoiachin. Yeah, while yeah, yeah. Nebuchadnezzar's on his <laughs> way, yeah. right? Yep. And so Jehoiachin is only going to. He's only going to rule for three months. Mm. By the way, Jehoiakim, is this confusing, Stu? A little, so, but I'm, Jehoiakim I'm yep. is um, the other son of Josiah takes over from Jehoahaz. So yes. you're going Josiah. Yes. Jehoahaz yes. rules for three months, uh, gets replaced by Jehoiakim, Jehoiakim, by Pharaoh of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh loses the battle, withdraws south. Babylon takes the territory. Jehoiakim now becomes a vassal to Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar, yep. until, of course, Nebuchadnezzar looks occupied elsewhere. Then Jehoiakim, he backs, thinks, okay, I think Pharaoh looks stronger. I'll rebel against the king of Babylon. Uh, then dies. As then he dies, and Jehoiachin, his son, uh, takes over. Um, remember the story, Stu, in the book of Jeremiah about the king that they took Jeremiah's prophecy to. They wrote all of Jeremiah's prophecies about this threat from the north. Yeah. The fact that it was going to be Babylon, right? Mm. Pretty timely mm. because he's betting on Egypt and all of Jeremiah's prophecies are saying, no, 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 no it's Babylon, Babylon. Yep. right? And you need to submit to the Babylon because God has given you over to the Babylonians. Yes. Do not resist them, right? Yes. That's the that's the, what God is the saying same. through Jeremiah. Yeah. Yep. So they bring the scroll Jeremiah gets Baruch, his scribe, to write it all down. Mm. He reads it to some of the officials. They get really alarmed, like, whoa, 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 we're in a really bad way here. God's given us over. Mm. It's interesting, even up to this point, when you uh, read Jeremiah's prophecies, even up to this point, God was saying to them, even now, if you repent, I can hold back this disaster, which is interesting because you get the impression during, after Manasseh, that it's inevitable. It's a done deal, yeah. Now there's two there's two perspectives on that. In one sense, it's it's inevitable because God knows they're not mm. going to mend their ways. God knows that Jehoahaz, Jehoiakim, Jehoiachin, and Zedekiah, the next lot, of, these yep. lot of kings, He knows that they're they're, they're all going to be hard hearted, right? Yep. And yet, and this is the mystery of the sovereignty of God. So in in yes, it's in, inevitable in some sense, and yet. Genuinely, God is saying, if you even now turn back to me, I will ward off this disaster. That's what Jeremiah is saying to these guys. Anyway, so he takes the scroll. So they've got this opportunity, right? Uh, The the officials then say, hey, we need to now take this to the king. This is really alarming. Mm -hmm. They take it to the king. As it's being read, Jehoiakim grabs the bit that's just been read, tears it up, throws it into the fire. Reads the next bit, tears it up, throws it into the fire. So Jehoiachin 
comes to the throne mm-hmm. when his father dies. He's 18 years old. He's 18 years old. He barely has a chance to put on his clothes and have a shower. <laughs> That's right. He's, you know, uh, and, and the Babylonians come back and he has to face the, he has to face the, the wrath. consequences of his father's yeah. Yeah. rebellion. And look, he's not going to, he's not going to hold it. I mean, no. he, he just surrenders. Yep. Um, Three months, basically. And he's, yeah, that's he's right. Prisoner, uh, he is. He's taken prisoner, and they take all the treasures from the temple. Everything's taken back to Babylon. Yeah, everything's time. taken back to Babylon. Yeah. So that's uh, that's in five ninety seven BC. Okay, I'll okay. take your word for that. Yeah, that's in five ninety seven BC. Mm. Uh, because this is not at the end of the story. No, that's you think right. this should be the end of this? This should be okay. Yep, right. We've, we've lost. Last. Yeah, yep. Jehoiachin gets taken. Uh, mm. Gets taken prisoner. Um, that should have been it, but it, and unfortunately, uh, it's not. So, uh, what happens is um, Nebuchadnezzar puts Zedekiah mm. on the throne mm. in the place of Jeho- uh, Jehoiachin, who's mm. taken yep. uh, back to Babylon. Uh, and Jehoiachin goes back to Babylon with a whole lot of about 10,000 of the leading peoples, yes. including Ezekiel. Right. This is when Ezekiel yes. goes back. So, the early chapters of Ezekiel mm. are messages back to the people under Zedekiah, are messages back to them mm. saying, hey, this is why this is happening. Again, don't hold out. Uh, Jeremiah is right through this time saying, guys, yes. don't try to hold out. This is inevitable. Ezekiel's saying the same thing. Uh, this is happening because of your sins. Uh, you're going to have to serve the king of Babylon. Zedekiah, so you've got... And Daniel of, Daniel was probably another one. That yeah, yeah, those yeah, guys were probably yeah, one, taken in that first group that's of right, 10,000. Daniel's there in Babylon. You've already got heaps of people in Babylon, right? Mm, and yep. and so that, so um, Zedekiah becomes king. Of course, his name is Mattatai, but Nebuchadnezzar changes his name to Zedekiah. Yes. Zedekiah's got a difficult job here because there is there are all of these this really strong patriotism yeah. and it's being it's being really pumped up by these false prophets who are still there right yes. yep and uh, they're, they're pumping up this patriotism jeremiah's counteracting that saying no 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 this no you God's need plan. to serve yeah. do not rebel against the king of assyria because it's not going to go babylon. well king of babylon uh, yep. the king of babylon sorry assyria right. king of babylon uh you know they're thinking oh maybe the egyptians the egyptian you know it's mm. Mm. Jeremiah said, forget about Egypt and they're not going to help you. You know what I mean? Egypt's going to be, Jeremiah tells him, Egypt is going to be completely destroyed. Believe me, it's amazing, Jeremiah's prophecies, because again and again and again, it's exactly what happens. And Jeremiah actually says that to one of the other prophets who tries to say otherwise. He says, well, we'll know, won't we, when when everything comes to pass. Yeah, that's right. Who the real prophet really is. Because it actually seemed unlikely. It actually did seem unlikely that, uh, that Egypt would fall to Babylon. I mean, who are the Babylonians? They live miles away. They've got this massive supply mm. issue. You know, yep. they've got Egypt's just down in the south. It's a powerful kingdom. Mm. Man, that, it looks unlikely. And Jeremiah said, now mark my words, uh, Babylon is going to destroy Egypt. And, and you know, yep. anyway, that's, uh, that's what happens. But look, Zedekiah is in this difficult position. He's got to deal with all of this, all you know, yeah, all of the factions. Mm-hmm. They don't even, you know, many people still think Jehoiachin has been taken to Babylon. They still regard him as the real king. Yes. They're thinking, oh, no, he's going to come back. You know, he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. No, he's not going to come back, you know. Yeah. Um, so Zedekiah... And, uh, and Zedekiah is not, a Davidic, not in the Davidic line. So in a sense, Jehoiachin is the last Davidic. Yeah. 
king. Yeah. Zedekiah is is really just someone that, as you said, Neb's just put on the throne and renamed him basically and called him Zedekiah. Yep. But he gets tired of it, tries to break free of the Babylonians as well. Uh, yeah. Which again, against Jeremiah's warnings and, uh, you know, he tries to escape. But of course. Yeah. Well, look, he is Jehoiachin's uncle. Yes. Now we're not yep. sure what, you know, what that means. What that means. He's royal. He's royal enough. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Zedekiah rebels mm. against the king of Babylon. You can imagine, Stu, how absolutely sick of these people. The king of yes. Nebuchadnezzar, he's, he'd be absolutely sick of yeah, these yeah. people. Yeah. What do you, it's like, what have I got to do? Everyone else is lying down. Towing the line. Towing yep. the line. Like, you know. And you're um, this little tiny state. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, seriously, what do you got to do? Uh, you know, so mm. he sends, you know, sends back the forces. Uh, they they lay siege mm. to the city. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a year and a half siege. Jeremiah all along is saying, guys, just, don't hold yeah. out. Yeah. Like you, seriously, you're just going to inflict enormous pain on yourselves. They mm. go through this incredible famine. There's, you know, siege warfare is the way they basically circle the city. Mm. No, no one's allowed out, although they are inviting people to come out and surrender because mm. they want to lower morale. Come out. You know, we'll, you know, but also it's got to be costing them a lot to maintain the siege. So yeah, yeah. You know, in a sense, it's even everyone's best interest. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I guess, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why that's why cities like Jerusalem held out. They're very difficult. Jerusalem's yes. very difficult city to break into. You, you know, you've got to build these massive siege ramps. Got these big yeah. deep valleys mm. uh, all around it, and and you know, and, and these massive walls, and mm. so difficult city um, to to break into. Um, but, you know, he's building these siege ramps and eventually he starves the city out. They yep. break through. Yep. Um, Zedekiah. Tries to escape. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, look, um, there's some indication that Zedekiah sort of wanted to surrender, but he's afraid to do so. Mm. You know, mm. um, he when when uh, they break through, Zedekiah does a runner. Yep. He's no hero, this guy. Mm. With some of his soldiers, fled flees in the night towards the Jordan to the plains uh, of Jericho. Mm. Interesting place, too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Divine irony there. In the Divine sense, irony, you know. plains of Jericho, because of course that's where uh, they entered. That's where they came into the land initially. Into Joshua. That's right. Came from the land of Ammon into, mm. uh, you know, it's mm. across the plains of Jericho. Yeah. Now they're going. You know, now he's escaping uh, yeah. out the same way. Yeah. Um. Uh, they Nebuchadnezzar's army. They they catch up with him. I mean, he's shown no mercy. Mm. Uh, he his his sons are killed in front of him. His yes. eyes are plucked out, yep. and he's taken in chains to Babylon, where eventually he mm. dies. Mm. Um, so then uh, the city's the, completely destroyed. Yeah, in the then uh, yep. the city's completely destroyed. Temple's completely destroyed. I mean, it's yep. just uh, it's just flattened. It's all in ruins. This is when Jeremiah, you know, writes the. Book of Lamentations. Yes, I mean it's such a mm. moving mm. book. The Book of Lamentations. The king's the king's um, kind of citation of all what's going. On, it seems very kind of just factual and academic. There's yeah. no real emotion in it. No, but that's you go right. Read Lamentations. And yeah, you, oh, you get to get us. You really feel how people are feeling. Yeah, you know that's what those time. you know uh, <clears throat> the, you know the the last sections of the Book of Jeremiah and Lamentations. I mean, you really feel this yeah. stuff, you yeah. know, and and you really sense the heart of God through this. Mm. Because it's like, I'm giving you up for this. I'm giving you up to this. But as it's happening, he's saying, listen, don't give up hope because yeah. I'm going to bring you back. Yeah. I'm going to bring you back. 
right? On the other side of this, there's hope. It's really amazing, actually, in in the book of Jeremiah, how you get this change. So through uh, Jehoiakim's time, it's very much, no, no, you're going to be destroyed, you're going to be destroyed. But once Jehoiachin is taken into exile, you know, and, and, and then while the siege, even while the siege is happening, it's, you know, Jeremiah is saying, because he's in the city, yes. and they're all starving and lost hope, but he's saying, no, just give up, give up the fight, uh, because I've given you over to the Babylonians. But there's also this message of hope, mm. you know. Mm. I'm Absolutely. not, I'm not going to give up. You know, I've got him. I've got, you know, it's, it's that. That's when, you know, I know the plans I have for you, says Correct. the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. That is said, Jeremiah, in the last 29. days of the siege, when they're all starving yeah, to death, exactly right. and they're about to lose a battle. Right, because think about that. We think, look, I know the plans. I have everything. You know, I'm going to pr- not not to harm you, but to prosper you. You know, to us that verse means nothing bad's going to happen. In the f- yeah, that's no, no. Right. Actually, in the they are, are, are about to experience the yeah. most traumatic thing. Yeah. Really, the nation has experienced thus far. Uh, they're going to be taken into exile, but ultimately, God's plans for them are going to, you know, well, it's going to be amazing yeah, as, as, right. as the future goes on. Mm. So. Um, uh, so Jeremiah is there among uh, you know among the probably ruins. just the poorest of people and the poorest of people left people behind. who are going to yeah. look after the land who don't have any kind of sense of yeah. leadership or really in a sense. Yeah, Jeremiah gets gets left as well, probably because there's a level of some level of respect. Yeah, for Jeremiah as a, yeah, as a leader, is, yeah. but but not a rebellious leader yeah. at this point in time anyway. And and then of course um, uh, they carry on and uh, and mm. uh, Babylon then appoint. Someone else to, yeah, get to a liar. Take, get a liar. Uh, they appoint a governor, basically. Yes. Um, I mean, this guy's got kind of pardon, nobility connections, yeah. uh, but he's just a governor. They appoint him. His, his, you know, he's saying, "Listen, let, okay, can we keep? Let's just keep a low profile yes. here. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. You know, they have a good harvest. Yep. Uh, it's let's like keep the you know, peace. we can. Yeah, peace. let's just keep let's the peace. Let's serve the king of Babylon. And, yep. Serve the king of Babylon." And we'll be fine. Yeah. So you think, and Jeremiah's saying the same. Yeah. Which is what God said. Yeah, the, which is yeah, which is what God has said to them, yes. right? Yeah. And it's looking, it's like, oh, okay, it's actually this is this mm. kind of looking good for what, even you, the, even though it's not what we hoped it would be or we thought it was going to be. This is what we've been yeah. told to do for now, yeah. and so this is what we should do. But no, that's right. There's a group that decide. But then there's this guy Ishmael. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Interesting that that's his name, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy, Ishmael, who's gone to the king of Ammon mm. and stirred on by the king of Ammon. Mm. Uh, you know, Ishmael, who's, you know, got some royal connections, uh, you know, is is sort of spurred on to go and assassinate. Yes. Uh, get a liar and, you know, start, you know, I don't know what the rise plan. Up. Yeah, rise, rise up. up. I mean, I don't know what that's about as far as that plan goes. Mm-hmm. So... You know, one of Gedaliah's other officials says, "Listen, you need to watch this guy Ishmael. Like he he he's, he means trouble." Gedaliah thinks, "No, no, as if you do. Like what what What's a pointless point? plan that yeah, is. Exactly. Like as if you would yeah. do that. Yeah. You know." So he, he actually invites Ishmael for dinner. Mm-hmm. During the dinner, he gets up, kills yeah. Gedaliah, That's right. kills some of the other officials, kills Babylonian soldiers. That's right. Yeah. Right. That, well, and then he runs back to Ammon. You know, escapes back to Ammon. Mm. And so you've got, um, you know, you've got these remaining people. Who are now terrified that the Babylonians are going to come for revenge. Yeah, that's right. And so, so they decide 
man, we need to get out of here before they get here. Yeah, that's right. So, so the guy uh, who I think his name is Johan. Yes. Who originally advised about you know you got to watch out for this guy. Now he's sort of in charge by default. Yeah. And he says, right, we're out of here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's make a run for it while we can. We're going to make a run for it because yeah. they're going to come back and 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 mate, they're going to completely destroy. It. Jeremiah says, no, 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 don't do that. Mm. You. And again, he says, he predicts, yes, he's going to come back, but he'll actually, you know, you'll find favor with the king of Babylon. You'll be able to explain to him this is what happened, yep. uh, probably because, you know, there are witnesses and we can, you know, um, he will have none of it there. Yep. They're terrified, right? Yep. So they said, right, that's it. We're going to Egypt. And they take Jeremiah, Jeremiah with them. them. Yeah. Jeremiah, Jeremiah says, you, th- you really think you're going to escape the king of Babylon in Egypt? He said, the king of Babylon is going to go and annex Egypt as well. Yeah. You're not going to escape from the king of Babylon there. Anyway, what, the, what do they do? They go down to Egypt. The last, you know, the, the last part of Jeremiah is written in Egypt. Jeremiah's yeah. in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And isn't it interesting again, the irony? It's kind of the reversal of the Exodus. Oh, you know, we've just so gone back sad. to where we came from. It's. So, yeah. I read that last part of you know Jeremiah. I'm, oh man, I'm just so sad. There he is, and put Jeremiah. Mm. You know, they're in Egypt. Uh, right, we're back here again. Great. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah. but the yeah. Book of Kings yeah. finishes with a really important note of hope. I mean, um, it says. In the thirty seventh year, this is the, right at the end of the book of Kings. Yeah. In the in the thirty seventh year of the exile of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, mm. um, he re- uh, the, the king of Babylon. Well, Nebuchadnezzar dies. Yeah, Nebuchadnezzar dies. This old Marduk yep. became, became king of Babylon. Yep, he right. released Jehoiachin, king of Judah, from prison. Mm. He did this on the twenty seventh day. Of, anyway, yep. gives the date, showing by the way that this is all history. This is all history. Yeah. Uh, he spoke kindly to him, gave him a seat of high honor higher than those of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. Mm. So Jehoiachin put aside his prison clothes, and for the rest of his life he ate regularly at the king's table. Day by day, the king gave Jehoiachin a regular allowance mm. as long as he lived. Mm. Now, and Jehoiachin this, is the last king of the Davidic line at this Last king of the right. Davidic, you know. Now, the importance of this is that, you know, the king in a sense symbolizes the people, right? God, right, they've suffered you know they've mm. suffered here. Mm. Uh, this is now God is about restoration. Now this is he he finds favor in this place, right? Yeah. Um, you know Jehoiachin was eighteen years. I mean, as, as I said previously, it's look he he wasn't a good guy back then. But hey, look he's learned his lesson. Yeah. He's got he's there with Ezekiel. Yes. And Daniel. And, yep. I think look, I think the guy's probably going okay. I mean. You know, reading between the lines, he's God shows him favor, and I think that it's this this indication because what you get the sense that the people uh, get turned around. You know what I mean? You've got they're beginning to understand why this. That's right. They're beginning to understand why this happened, right? Mm -hmm. And so, what what is going to happen is going to be quite. There's going to be really something of a revival, spiritual revival among the uh, you know exiles among the exiles. Now you're talking like. I don't know, 20,000 mm. uh, people, odd people, you know, they're in exile. Yeah. Uh, maybe, actually probably, four, you know, 15,000, perhaps closer to that. They're, they're going to, you know, there's going to be a real time of renewal for them. They've got Ezekiel, they've got Daniel. I mean, some of the greatest visions yes. of, of, you know, the, in the Bible 
come actually in, this, in Babylon in this time. You know, yeah, in this time. Yeah. So, so this, you know, the book finishes on this note of hope. Mm. This is hope. You know. Uh, now, of course, the book of Chronicles uh, finishes this way. Um, it says he carried into exile to Babylon the remnant, this Nebuchadnezzar, who escaped from the sword, and they became servants to him and his successors until the kingdom of Persia came to power. Because remember, this is written later again. Yes. Uh, the land enjoyed enjoyed its Sabbath rests until the time of its desolation it rested, until the 70 years were completed yep. in fulfillment of the word of the Lord spoken by oh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah, man. Uh, you know, Jeremiah 29, yes, yeah, if you want to look at yeah, that. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 29 just it's going to be back. 70 years now from the time yeah. when when uh, Nebuchadnezzar first annexed and took the first few captives, mm. 605, it's 70 years. Like, yeah. it is a remarkable prophecy. Absolutely. Uh, now, um, so it goes on to say, uh, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah, again, the Lord moved the heart of Cyrus, king of Persia, to make a proclamation throughout his realm and also to put it into writing and also put it in writing. This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth and has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem and in Judah. Any of his people among you may go up and may the Lord, their God, be with them. That's where it ends. Mm. You know, so... Uh, you, on, on, in both cases, and this is really the beginning of the Nehemiah story, isn't it? When they yeah. go back and start, yeah, to that's right. The wall yeah, that's right. The city. So this is written after they've come back yeah. from exile, course, and this yeah. is where they're back there now, mm. right? Mm. And what they're realizing and the importance of that little bit in the end of Chronicles mm. is like, you know, God did all this. Yeah, God has engineered all of this. God is God, not over just over us. What you've learned lately, particularly from the prophet Daniel, who remember predicts the coming and going of the nations. Yes. What they've learned during the exile is that this God of yours isn't just a tribal God. He is the God of all of the earth. Their, their, their view of God now has expanded immensely. That's going to be really important for the character of this people. Their vision is going to be enlarged, right? Mm. And uh, and now you, now that they are understanding this is the God of the whole earth. Who like when when you look at the coming and going of the nations, you know this is what they what they heard from Daniel, and and even here. Yeah. It finishes with this, God rigged all of this. Yeah. And may the Lord your God bless you through the mouth of Cyrus. May the, and may God, may, may the Lord your God be with you. Mm. And it's, it's Cyrus is saying this, mm. you know. Mm. What, a, what an ending Powerful. to a story. Yeah. It, because it, it, there, there is always hope. There is always hope. Thanks for listening to this episode of Thrive Deeper. Our home on the internet is thrivetoday.tv. You can contact us, ask questions, see all our resources and much more at our website, thrivetoday.tv. We really appreciate the questions and thoughts about what you're reading as we go through the Bible with Thrive. Until next time, our prayer is that these shows will inspire you to go deeper and thrive. Thrive.